0: Section 4 of Birds, Volume 1, Number 1, January 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Max Holloway. The Respondent Trogon. A letter to little boys and girls of the United States. Is it cold where you live, little boys and girls? It is not where I live. Don't you think my feathers grew in the bright sunshine? My home is way down where the big oceans almost meet. The sun is almost straight overhead every noon. I live in the woods, way back where the trees are tall and thick. I don't fly around much, but sit on a limb. Of a tree way up high. Don't you think my red breast looks pretty among the green leaves? When I see a fly or a berry, I dart down after it. My long tail streams out behind like four ribbons. I wish you could see me. My tail never gets in the way. Wouldn't you like to have me sit on your shoulder, little boy? You see, my tail would reach almost to the ground. If you went out in the street with me on your shoulder, I would call, wee-oo, wee-oo! The way I do in the woods. All the little boys and girls playing near would look around and say, What is that noise? Then they would see you and me and run up fast and say, Where did you get that bird? The little girls would want to pull out my tail feathers to put around their hats. Would you not let them? Would you? I have a mate. I think she is very nice. Her tail is not so long as mine. Would you like to see her too? She lays eggs every year and sits on them till little birds hatch out. They're just like us, but they have to grow and get dressed in the pretty feathers like ours. They look like little dumplings when they come out of eggs, But they are alright. They get very hungry, and we carry them lots of things to eat, so they can grow fast. Your friend, R.T. The Resplendent Trogon Resplendent Trogons are natives of Central America. There are 50 kinds, and this is the largest. A systematic account of the superb tribe has been given by Mr. Gould. The only naturalist who has made himself fully acquainted with them. Of all the birds, there are few which excite so much admiration as the resplendent trogon. The skin is so singularly thin that it has not been inaptly compared to wet blotting paper, and the plumage has so light a hold upon the skin that when the bird is shot, The feathers are plentifully struck from their sockets by its fall and the blows which it receives from the branches as it comes to the ground. Its eggs of a pale bluish green were first procured by Mr. Robert Owen. Its chief home is in the mountains near Coban in Verapaz. But it also inhabits forest in other parts of Guatemala at an elevation from 6,000 to 9,000 feet. From Mr. Salvin's account of his shooting in Verapaz, we extracted the following hunting story. My companions were ahead, and Felipe comes back to say that they have heard a gazelle resplendent trogon. Of course, being anxious to watch as well as to shoot one of these birds myself. I immediately hurry to the spot. I have not to wait long. A distant, clattering noise indicates that the bird is on the wing. He settles, a splendid male, on the bough of a tree, not 70 yards from where we are hidden. It sits almost motionless on its perch. The body remaining in the same position... The head only moving side to side. The tail does not hang quite perpendicularly. The angle between the true tail and the vertical beam perhaps as much as 15 to 20 degrees. The tail is occasionally jerked opened and closed again. And now and then slightly raised. Causing the long tail coverts to vibrate gracefully. I have not seen all. A ripe fruit catches the gazelle's eye, and he darts from his perch, plucks the berry, and returns to his former position. This is done with a degree of elegance that defies description. A low whistle from Capriano calls the bird near. A moment afterwards, it is in my hand, the first gazelle. I have seen and shot. The above antidote is very beautiful and graphic, but we read the last sentence with pain. We wish to go on record with this, our first number as being unreconciled to the ruthless killing of birds. He who said, Not a sparrow shall fall on the ground without your father did not intend such birds to be killed but to beautify the earth. The cries of the cassell are various. They consist principally of a low note, whew, which the bird repeats, whistling it softly at first, then gradually swelling it into a loud and not unmelodious cry. This is often succeeded by a long note, which begins low, and after swelling dies away as it began other cries are harsh and discordant the flight of the trogon is rapid and straight the long tail feathers which never seem to be in the way stream after him the bird is never found except in forests of the loftiest trees the lower branches of which being high above the ground seem to be its favorite resort Its food consists principally of fruit, but occasionally a caterpillar is found in its stomach. End of section 4. Recording by Max Holloway.